It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled "Accept You're Accepted." Our scripture reference today is Galatians chapter two, verses one through ten. As always. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His holy word. Then, after fourteen years, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, taking Titus along with me. I went up in response to a revelation, and then I laid before them, though only in a private meeting with the acknowledged leaders. The gospel that I proclaim among the Gentiles, in order to make sure that I was not running or had not run in vain. But even Titus, who was with me, was not compelled to be circumcised, though he was a Greek. But because of false believers secretly brought in, who slipped in to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus, so that they might enslave us. We did not submit to them even for a moment, so that the truth of the gospel might always remain with you. And from those who were supposed to be acknowledged leaders, what they actually were makes no difference to me. God shows no partiality. Those leaders contributed nothing to me. On the contrary, when they saw that I had been entrusted with the gospel for the uncircumcised. Just as Peter had been entrusted with the gospel for the circumcised, for he who worked through Peter, making him an apostle to the circumcised, also worked through me in sending me to the Gentiles. And when James and Cephas and John, who were acknowledged pillars, recognized the grace that had been given to me, they gave to Barnabas and me the right hand of fellowship. Agreeing that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised, they asked only one thing: that we remember the poor, which was actually what I was eager to do. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Religion says, "I obey; therefore, I am accepted." Christianity says, "I'm accepted; therefore, I obey." That's a quote from an influential pastor that helps illustrate the notion of grace in Jesus. But you can take it from me as a pastor. I've heard people voice the way we mix up grace. Let's take church attendance, for example. People have asked me to pray for them because they were sure God wouldn't hear them. Why? Because they hadn't been to church in a while. Now, is worship at the core of who we are as God's people? Yes. Does God want you to know the joy and connection of a church family? Of course. Does God shun you because you haven't? Of course not. That's a mix-up. 
We could unpack other examples related to giving, serving, and praying. They'd all sound quite similar. And they'd all show the mix-up we often make. We don't do things to get God to hear or see us. Instead, God has shown us eternal love and sent Jesus to get our attention, to show us what our lives can be as a result of God's love, to help us discover what freedom in Christ means, to empower us to break the chains of wickedness, to untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and tear off every yoke. That tells us we're already accepted by God. Church attendance and anything else we might do for God is a response. So it bears repeated repetition. Christ is enough. You can't add to what God has already done in Jesus. When you pray today, let the reality of Christ's sacrifice set in your soul. Let it delight your heart's imagination of what life can be. It'll show you the person of Jesus. He lived and loved. He served and healed. And through the Holy Spirit, today, He still saves. Stay blessed. Now, before you go, let me make sure you know I love you and you are a blessing to me. Thanks for listening to another note. I hope it helps you live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Let me know if I can pray with you and help us reach others by sharing today's devotional or leaving a review wherever you listen as a podcast. And finally, make sure to check out the website at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.